0: Slater and Lou on News Radio six hundred Kogo, Lou Penrose and Mike Slater. Good to be with you on a Thursday. Thursday is the best day of the week. I think Slater's right about that. Beautiful. You've convinced me, Slater. Thursday is just—I don't know why—it's just the best day of the week. Well,
1: I can tell you exactly why. Because everyone well, says Friday is the best day of the week because it's the end of the work week, but it's almost like the uh, the, the, the the rest of Christmas Day, where kind of like the fun's over, and you you got to wait like the whole year now to go around. But Thursday, you still have the anticipation of the Friday. You with me? Oh, so you is, that, the joy. is that
0: why? So it's a psychological thing. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just always felt like the best day.
1: No, you get the joy of Friday upcoming, but still Friday to come.
0: Yeah, and that's. I, ne- I always great. scheduled. I never had classes in college on Friday on purpose for that reason. Yeah, no, exactly. Because it made Thursday night like in its own its own holiday. Exactly. Uh, but it's good to be with you on a Thursday. I do hope you're having a fantastic Thursday. Thursday is decision day. That's what I like about it. People make decisions on Thursday. Mm. I'm told. They make decisions about things. They make. They make. They. They've, lived through the week, and now they're like, all right, fine, let's go do it. Or, no, no, we're not going to do it after all. Uh, so we told you yesterday that the United States crossed a record. Two million illegal aliens came into the United States. First time in the history of the United States. That First we know time of. That we know of, right. I mean, the Border Patrol and Department of Homeland Security uh, don't catch them all. But uh, they are estimating now that two million – and that's a – That will be for the fiscal year. So October 1st is when uh, the fiscal year begins again. So we still have 10 more days or eight more days in this fiscal year, and illegal aliens are crossing into the country at record numbers. And it's all been going on uh, while we were arguing about other things and debating other things or watching the Queen, and this has been a significant problem uh, for Border Patrol and I think for uh, the pressure it's put on USCIS. The White House spokesperson was on television Yesterday, she was on MSNBC, Slater, and they asked her about it. I'm glad that she actually took a question. She character listen to her response because there's something new here. There's a new narrative being – being being invented right before our eyes, like and I'm, I'm trying to figure out where they're going with
2: it. So let me just say a, a couple of things about what's happening at the border. The DHS put out a report laying out what kind of a migration situation that we're dealing with, which is very new. I mentioned Venezuela. I mentioned Nicaragua. I mentioned Cuba. We have seen an increase of about 121 percent From since last year of what's going on with these countries that are fleeing communism. So that has gone up. And if you look at the North, uh, Central America, in the last three months, we have seen a decrease of about 43%. So we are in a different uh, kind of migration uh, uh, um, uh, component right now. And so we have to deal with where we are. It's a new
0: migration situation because they're coming from... Cuba,
2: Venezuela,
0: and Nicaragua. And we're seeing the migration. I hate the word migration. It makes sense birds migrate. These are illegal border crossers who are alien to the United States. And staying here. they're, yeah, they're, yeah, and they're staying. They're being processed, back. and they're pretending that the, that they really have asylum. But they're not migrating, not going so, back.
1: Lou, do you care if a million Venezuelans come across or a million Nicaraguans or a million El Salvadorians, or a million Mexicans? Does that make any lick of difference to, uh, to you at all?
0: No, well, I, that's I, that, that's the that's the follow-up question. What's the difference? How is this a factor in uh, in, in in tolerating it? Right? I mean, like, mm. what, the, what's the difference from what country they come? That they're, they're fleeing communism. I don't know. I, I don't even know what that means. Uh, you know, they're allowed to leave. This is not East Berlin where they get shot if they jump over the wall. You're allowed to leave Venezuela. You're allowed to leave. You know, <sighs> Cuba. You're not allowed to leave. But uh, I don't. And and fr- by the way. Cubans crossing the Rio Grande River begs the question how they got to mainland Central America. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a hard, you know, hard haul for people fleeing. Uh, but nonetheless, this notion that it's a new migration situation and therefore we have to treat it differently mm. is bonkers to me. Yeah, that, and that wh-
1: wasn't a slip of the tongue. This is Joe Biden uh, running away from the podium but called back. Because there are three countries that are never have there are fewer fewer immigrants coming from Central America and from Mexico. This is a totally different circumstance. What's on my watch now is Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua, and the ability to send them back to those states is not rational. You could send them back and have them. We're working with Mexico and other countries to see if we can stop the flow. But that's the difference. Thank you. Okay. There you go. So I, I think so maybe this is right. If it weren't for the communist collapse of those three countries, then border crossings would be down. Central Americans and Mexicans not coming as much. But because of the uniqueness of the situation in these three countries, that's why
0: numbers are higher than ever before. But if it weren't for that, numbers would be down, Lou. I still don't understand. Border security knows no nationality. It doesn't matter. The wall doesn't care if you're trying to climb over it if you're from Venezuela or South Korea or North Korea or Peru. I mean, what's the difference? It is improper to have people running across the border illegally and then entering the United States undocumented. So I just don't understand the justification or at least I don't know if he's justifying it or if he's uh, excusing away – border insecurity or open an open border, an invasion of people, two million people, I'll call an invasion. I mean, what, what number does it need to be before it is an invasion? Yeah. Do um, you, well, do you, I, I just don't ahead. understand. What's, what's the difference? What country they're coming from? And what's the difference for what reason? And why, why exactly can't we return them to Nicaragua? Why? So he just sent out a clarion call... To everybody from Venezuela, yeah, yes, Nicaragua, and Cuba to come to the United States because we are it's unfeasible to return
1: them. Yeah, great point. Do you believe the Breitbart report that Venezuela is releasing prisoners and then maybe not sending them here, but if they're releasing prisoners, then prisoners may want to come Amer- to America just the same. Uh, this is Breitbart. A recent Department of Homeland Security intelligence report received by the Border Patrol instructed agents to look for Venezuelan inmates who, are, who have been released and prevent them from entering the United States. Do you believe that's true? So
0: here's my answer. We should presume it's true. It's safe and healthy to presume it's true. It's, it's safe and proper for American law enforcement to presume that anybody that is attempting to cross the United States international border illegally is interested in doing harm to the United States. Hmm. That is, I think that's a healthy presumption. I mean, why do we spend all this time on a global war on terrorism? Why am I taking my shoes off at the airport, right? Why do we spend all this time concerned about terrorist attacks on the United States? And, and 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 why wouldn't we believe that report, right? We don't have diplomatic relations with Venezuela, so there's no way to determine. There's no NCIC, right? There's no crime uh, sharing, criminal investigation sharing, uh, with the uh, with, because of diplomatic yeah. problems with Venezuela. So we don't know. Yeah. Uh, this is information that but is. But you should assume but, we do. Let me ask right, you this: the, the, the reason, right, Why wouldn't you assume it? It's happened before. Other countries have released their criminals into the United States.
1: This is Jay Johnson. He's former Homeland Security uh, secretary from 13 to 17.
2: Um, When I was in office, uh, the numbers were annually about 300, 400,000 a year. We're now getting that in a matter of six to eight weeks.
1: Pretty unbelievable. All right. We're going to come back. We'll play a clip of a guy from Venezuela. Saying exactly the super racist thing that I said yesterday. Oh, Slater's a terrible person. Oh. Here's a guy from Venezuela saying the same thing about a clash of cultures and how it brings chaos in our country. It's a Venezuelan man saying it. We'll play that for you next. Slater and Lou News Radio six hundred Kogo. Hey, thanks for being here. beautiful Thursday. Slater and Lou News Radio six hundred Kogo We're talking about immigration because it's a massive issue and. It's one of those things that we it's like in the news for a while and then it's not in the news for a while and, and then it's in the news and it's like oh all that time when it wasn't in the news was still a problem <laughs> like when all those Haitian immigrants were coming across last year literally a one year ago in September, uh, it's not like they stopped coming across like they kept, it was always a problem even if we're not talking about it. so it is back in the news over 2 million uh, illegal immigrants making it across uh, that we know of probably around another million more that we don't. So uh, in this segment, Lou's going to play a video here, uh, which is very important. Let me do my very quick 10 seconds. I just want people to think not about race or ethnicity or nationality of immigrants coming here. It is irrelevant to me. I mean, I don't care, skin color, none of that, zero. I want people to think about culture because people from different countries And even different regions within countries have different cultures and it's very important to look at that and to think which best assimilates and which do we want and which do we not want. And it's our right and it's okay to ask those questions.
0: And I think it's fair, but I I want to push back a little bit. But first, let's let's see. So this is a this is a uh, Venezuelan national in Venezuela uh, commenting on the news of the mass migration. That's what they're calling it in Venezuela. That's what the news programs there are calling it. Uh, the mass migration uh, of Venezuelans into the United States. And as you said, no, real quick, estoy as you said.
2: this is a different language. Masa,
0: pues. Yeah, so it's in Spanish. Well, it's in Venezuelan. Um, uh, but what he's saying is, I know that this mass migration will bring chaos. And it's not just Venezuelans, it's all of us. Peru, Chile, the country will collapse, the country being the United States, will collapse. The mass migration brings problems. All of us bring problems. If you need different, when you have different people with different characteristics, we will not all understand each other. Uh, People have their customs, their ways of thinking, their ideologies, and that will bring a clash of culture. The mass migration of Venezuelans into the United States will bring chaos. That is from a Venezuelan national uh, that's uh, being taught. And Mike Slater yesterday. That, that was Mike Slater yesterday? Yeah, we both have the same opinion. So here's, here's, my, here's the, where, where I push back. I, I, don't, I don't want to restrict certain countries because of the culture of those countries. If you want to be an American, uh, I think that means that you don't like the culture of your country, or you don't like the government of your country, or you don't like uh, the climate of your country, whatever it is. You don't want to be there anymore. You want to be an American. So, I want those kinds of people, right if that 's the kind of person that is applying for you know a green card, those are the kinds of new Americans that I want, people that want to shed their old culture and be part of the American culture and I, so i don 't want to restrict corners of the world because of what's going on in those corners of the world.
1: Do the people of Venezuela really want to leave? Uh everything about Venezuela, or has the communist dictator just made it such a h e l l hole that it is impossible to even live there anymore? do these people really want to be American, or is that just the best thing the best thing they could do right now?
0: No, I think these people who are crossing the border illegally, particularly the ones that got let out of prison uh they're taking advantage of an opportunity yeah. uh they're taking advantage it's it's you know, everyone talks about the big lie. You know what the big lie is. That these people are seeking asylum. I keep going back to this, and I know it sounds wonkish, but it's only because I spent, Slater, 15 years doing immigration casework for the federal government. The, they're not qualified, they're not going to qualify for asylum. They, 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 there's no persecution based on race, religion, ethnicity. Mm. That's not what's happening. They're, they're pretending that they're seeking asylum to get into the United States so that America will just forget about them yeah. or the government so will forget about, about them.
1: It. Let's, let's go about his culture. I think it's super important. And I'm so glad you said that, but this is super important. So I think yesterday I said it is okay for Americans to say, do we want more people with the culture of Yemen or do we want more people from the culture of South Korea? I think it's okay for us to say
0: that. You, and I don't know. See, I don't think that's okay to say. I, why not? Because it, we can say, do we want more people? Uh, we can say, that. You know, do we need more Americans, right? Do we, uh, can, can we uh, tolerate, uh, can we uh, receive more Americans? We can say that. But I don't think we can say, from what we heard or what we saw on TV, the South Koreans seem to, uh, they work really well in America. And uh, the Venezuelans, we don't think as well. So we're going to let in more South Koreans and Venezuelans. I don't think that's I don't think you can do that.
1: Yeah, I think we are capable of doing an in-depth cultural and sociological analysis of different cultures and regions of the world to determine which cultures have a better chance of assimilating and being a productive member of our culture than others. We're able to do that. Generally, generally. Now, if you want like maybe there's a guy from Yemen, there's one
0: hundred and seventy countries and you could probably find somebody in public office or in the, the, you know, the titan of industry from almost every corner of the globe that has succeeded in America. So how would you where would you begin to determine that some countries don't work as well as others? Because it's uh, the individuals themselves. And, and if they want to be in America – I'm not talking about people running across the border in the middle of the night while throwing rocks at Border Patrol agents. I'm talking about people that legitimately want to become Americans and go through the process.
1: Yeah, you I mean, talk talk to them. I mean like, like we, we know the different regions of the world and we know the different cultures of the world. It's not that hard. I mean me give you an example. Uh, in Saudi Arabia, women aren't allowed to drive. We want more of that here.
0: No, but maybe okay. that, but, they, but if someone doesn't want to be in a country that practices Sharia law, then, then they would come to the United States to, to be free of such a
1: law. I, I want to make sure we talk to that gentleman and make sure about what their intentions are with my daughter. What do you want to do? Do you believe in Sharia law? Let me see your life. Are you living your life according to the uh, Sharia law mandates? Because that ain't going to fly here, pal. Or do you desperately want to get out of that land because you were born an American at heart? different story but we can we can talk in some generalities at first to kind of narrow the thing the narrow it down a bit as we move forward i just want people to be thinking about culture just like that guy in venezuela who said by the way our cultures clash and we're going to breed chaos in your nation
0: right no he says his cultures the cultures clash there in south america of course (laughs) our cultures clash
1: in america too we have different cultural issues with
0: different
1: and that's we don't need to be bringing in every culture in the world that doesn't work with us either
0: no, and I, well, I agree with you thing, there. Luke, That's why we don't... mass mass migration of, of a of a people is a tr- is a tremendously terrible idea. Hey listen, you don't want to bring oh. in like large segments uh, at once of Venezuelans who may or may not be lying uh, you know about their asylum. <laughs> Status. And by the way, they're all lying about their asylum status. Yes. They set up some little Buenos Aires in some corner of the town, and all of a sudden it becomes a little Venezuela. We
1: don't even know who we are anymore. That's a major problem, too. Actually, let's talk about that. That's really important. Let's talk about that when we get back. And also, the White House is very, 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 very disappointed in this reporter guy who dare uh, report. We'll talk more about that coming up next. in Slater and Lou on News Radio six hundred Kogo.
0: Slater and Lou on News Radio six hundred Kogo. Good to be with you. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to the Good Guys McGuire's first SoCal Nationals, presented by BASF, is coming up in just a few moments. So stay with us, and we'll give you a chance to win those tickets. Talking about uh, the Biden administration's response uh, to the border crisis that has now reached an historic two million. Illegal aliens crossing the border, that according to the Border Patrol. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre is the White House press secretary. She said it's different this time. Listen, why? So
2: let me just say a, a couple of things about what's happening at the border. The DHS put out a report laying out what kind of a migration situation that we're dealing with, which is very new. I mentioned Venezuela. I mentioned Nicaragua. I mentioned Cuba.
0: Yeah. So those three countries are I mean, they're not new countries. Uh, we've had illegal immigration <laughs> from those countries, but we've seen a surge of illegal aliens from those countries. And we've seen, I guess, later, is it a dip in Central America and Mexico? Maybe,
1: but it's also based on percentage. So it could even be the same number of Central Americans in Mexico.
0: Is it possible that Mexicans and El Salvadorians and Hondurians Hondurans, people from Honduras, maybe all the ones that want to become illegal aliens in the United States have. We got them got them all. We, right, we them all. have them all. The rest of them have jobs there and lives.
1: We've tapped out. We've, we're tapped out of Mexico. I
0: mean, I mean, at some point it will tap out. Right. I have to assume that everybody that wants to be an illegal illegal alien in the United States from Honduras, I mean, there's got to be a fixed number, and they'll all they'll all get here. Uh, they can come right now. And, <laughs> at some and point,
1: it, it. one of the countries is going to take over the other country. Either we take the rest of Mexico or they just take us over, and then we'll, it'll, that's the only way to solve this problem with this current going rate. My point is that we should – well, first of, on that point – uh, it doesn't matter where people are coming from. I don't care. It, it, right, they're, right. They're
0: all crossing the border illegally. Yes. Yeah. So I just I can't understand the White House's narrative that it's different, it's new. There's a uniqueness to it because they're coming from a different countries.
1: Yeah, that's What's ridiculous. the difference? So that led us into a conversation about culture, and I believe that we it is okay for Americans to look at the cultures of different peoples and people in different regions of the world to determine whether or not we want more of that culture or less of that culture based on what assimilates best or what we want more of. Another thing to do. And uh, whatever. So we got that. So I just this last point hit me. People are always like, oh, well, what about 100 years ago or whatever? Here's something that's different 100 years ago than now. 100 years ago, we knew who we were.
0: So yes. when right. You had to learn English. You had to speak English. Yes.
1: Uh, America that exists. Single, forget even the immigrants right now. Let's just talk about us. There's not a single shared cultural experience in America that exists at all. There's none.
0: Please help me. Name one. The Super Bowl, maybe? Maybe the Super Bowl. That's funny. That's exactly where my mind went, was was, was sports, right? Sure, that's I mean, all we got, baseball. Okay. Uh, it's the one place that you you, know, you go to a Dodger game, an Angels game, or a, or a Padres game in Southern California, you'll find uh, Americans of all colors and stripes.
1: We are a culturally fractured nation right now. Where There's nothing that unites us culturally, not a single thing. So I'm trying
0: to think, like, 100 years, like, yeah, what would my dad have experienced, right? He would have come to an America where... You know uh, people went to church on Sunday, mm-hmm. right they don't do that as much anymore nope uh things were closed on sunday and in some parts of where I grew up you you couldn't buy booze because you weren't <laughs> not all' watch you buying booze until after church uh and that was that, that was a cultural reality I mean that was just a thing. people worked nine to five um there were you know, two parent families and mm-hmm. children running around and you know, dads went to work. Dads wore hats. That was the other <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, You like, know what? No, listen, all the black and, and white that? pictures is what my dad walked into when he came to America, and then he bought a hat, you know, and then, you, then he totally. started family. You, I'm not he went to
1: work. You laugh at that kind of? But, like, that's serious. That's what I'm talking about. Like, dress is a part of a culture. What do we wear? I mean, the only thing we share is like mostly we all look like a bunch of slobs, but like we don't share. That's a great hat is a perfect example. Someone in college could write a whole essay, a 50 page thesis on on the hats. No, No, I'm
0: serious. My dad dad bought a hat. He didn't have a hat in Italy. But people in New York walked around in hats. Before they left the house, they had a hat. They had a fedora. A great example,
1: like the the, the, uh, subtleness of the cultural differences like that. That's brilliant. I would also argue um, there was a movie that came out uh, that everyone watched. Everyone watched the same movie when it hit the the movie theaters. We don't do that anymore. We don't have that. We don't even have Seinfeld on every Thursday night at 8. We don't do that. There's nothing we share. So when someone comes from Venezuela today... I don't even know what they're assimilating to. And they don't even know what they're assimilating to. And
0: that's a big problem. So there's, I think there's a difference between people from all over the world applying for uh, immigration status in the United States and then eventually working their way towards citizenship and mass migration. And wh- what we're seeing is mass migration. And if the president is right, and I, I assume he is right, he's so proud of it, uh, then we're seeing mass migration from literally three countries. So of that two million uh, that have illegally crossed into the country, there is a spike in certain countries. And mass migration is where you're going to have your problem. That's what all the problems that they're having in northern Western Europe is a result of mass migration of Syrians, who have no interest in being Swedes. They have yep. no interest yep. in, in in being, you know, Dutch or wh- wherever they are. They're causing all kinds of problems in those countries because they came in mass. They did mm-hmm. not come individually. So they didn't have to, you know, they're, they're in the country next to a, a, an Irish person, an Italian person, and a South Korean person. No, there's all huge amounts of Syrians in northern Western Europe. Like, there will be huge amounts, and there are huge now amounts of Venezuelans in America.
1: If you had a 1,000 Venezuelans come here, we could have a conversation. You have 10 million Venezuelans coming here, it's going to be less likely they assimilate. Plus, last controversial thought, uh, Nicaraguans or whoever. Uh, how responsible are the Nicaraguans for the downfall of their own country, the communist downfall of their own country? And are we just supposed to assume that the people coming over here are only the ones who have no communist desires or leanings and never did and haven't learned their lesson? I don't know. I want to come back with this Fox News reporter that the White House hates, and I have an incredible report here uh, that gives you an exact number on not only the number of uh, foreigners who we have caught at the border, which is the 2 million number, all-time high, but the ones that we didn't catch at the border. We'll give you that number coming up next. And Lou on News Radio 600 Kogo. We're talking about the border. More illegal immigrants have come across the border now than ever before in American history. Over 2 million. But those are just the ones that we know. Those are the ones we we catch. Here's a report from uh, Lou. How do you pronounce this guy's
0: last name? Bill? Oh, Bill Malugin. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's reporting for Fox News for a long time and he's got the White House all upset for his reports.
1: Yeah, they, they don't like him because he's um, reporting
0: illegal immigration and Brett back out here live. Obviously 2.1 million in a single fiscal year is both a remarkable and historical number, but what it does not account for is the more than 500,000 known gotaways DHS sources tell us have already slipped past our border agents so far this year. We'll send it back to you. With those
1: numbers, it's really tough to defend the statement that the border is secure.
0: It absolutely is, and when you combine the gotaway numbers from this year with last year, which were about 390,000, we're now well over 900,000 known gotaways since the beginning of fiscal year 2021. That's bigger than the city of San Francisco. Yeah, there you go. Malugin just said that the the illegal aliens that got away is bigger than the population of San Francisco.
1: In the last two years, that's the known getaways, and you can see again the ones we don't know and you can see where the White House is very ticked off that he dare report
0: yeah they, they're saying that he's uh, he's it's hyperbole that he's uh, you know, sounding the alarms uh, I, I don't know at what point do you sound the alarms that's yeah. the, I keep coming back to this is two million not big there's nothing to see
1: here at mm-hmm. two million I yeah, mean so here's a sounding alarm because and you let me know if you think this is an alarm these are Border Patrol reports. Malugan's not making this up. Fox News isn't making this up. They're uh, These are the number of immigrants, illegal immigrants, who have been captured at the border, who are on the FBI's terror watch list. Right? So we know about these people. They're already on the terror watch list. They don't look like terrorists. They don't smell like terrorists. We don't think right. they could they've, be...
0: they've encountered the FBI before. The FBI, the FBI is aware of them and wants them not to be in our country. This year... 78, which is, if you take the last five
1: years combined of people on the terror watch list that we've captured at the border, if you take the last five years combined, this is three times as many. 78 this year. I think that's
0: alarm bell worthy. Right. And I just, I do not understand why they're not taking this more seriously. I get it that the White House would have, you know, a bit of egg on face, right? But it's constantly... suggesting that the border's under control, there's nothing to see here, it's new, it's Nicaragua, Lou, it's not like the old days, it's something different. Like, whatever they're going for, this is unsafe. I mean, it, you, you, it's unsafe for so many reasons, but when we're talking about terror terrorists coming
2: into the United known States... Known terrorists.
0: <laughs> known terrorists. I mean, what else do you need to... Be, I, mean, does, does, I mean, does Osama bin Laden have to rise from the dead and cross the border wow. himself for uh, somebody to take in notice at the White House?
1: Yeah, well, it's not just terrorists. There's plenty of other crime that happens as well. There's a police officer in Colorado who was killed by an illegal immigrant in a hit-and-run. And, run. and uh, the guy, the, the illegal immigrant, was already arrested for a DUI and had a failure-to-appear warrant out for his arrest. So he broke the law to come here. Broke the law, got arrested once with a DUI, didn't deport him, because that's mean, Lou. Don't want to be mean. Didn't deport him, let him go. Got drunk again, killed a police officer.
0: Right. Uh, Deputy Alexis hines uh, is uh, was uh, 25 years old uh, and was mm. killed in a hit-and-run this past week. Uh, and, look, we're going to see a lot more of this, Slater. I mean, I, I love the failure to appear line. Every one of the two million illegal aliens in this country will not appear they 're not <laughs> going to go show up uh, at their immigration hearing uh, to explain how they you know, are truly seeking asylum in the united states they 're already here they 're scot free at this point uh, you, you have you have you have literally Biden administration officials saying that they have a right to be here. right? I, well, who is that sheriff from Texas that's attempting to sue Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is saying that they have a right to be here? They don't have a right to be. Once they're in our country illegally, they're under our jurisdiction. That's the truth. They don't have a right to be here. They're in the country illegally. And I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. There's a huge difference between an illegal immigrant and an undocumented individual. It, if you fly to heathrow airport and somebody steals your passport and you're now in london you're an undocumented alien right you're not you're an undocumented person if you cut a hole in a chain link fence and run through it in the middle of the night, you know, while throwing rocks at the border patrol agent. You're not undocumented. You're an illegal alien. Uh, <laughs> it's very clear the difference. I don't understand
1: the difference. What do you mean? Well, it's those seem similar. <laughs> like I think I, I just had a flashback to uh, the dentist office when I was a kid with the Highlights magazine, and they said, "What's the difference between these two pictures?" You know what I mean? And they're very similar to me. You just painted two very similar pictures, Lou. I can't spot
0: the difference. Yeah. That's the problem, is that, uh, and words matter on this one, and uh, don't let them tell you they're migrants, don't let them tell you that they're undocumented. They're all undocumented. Of course they're undocumented. You don't even have to say they're undocumented. An illegal alien traffics an undocumented life. Uh, That's the whole whole purpose. I mean, how could you, if you had documentation, you'd go to the port of entry and show the guy there with the badge and the gun, and he'd wave you through, like you're coming home from Cabo. Of course they're (laughs) undocumented. They're not going to have documents. 62%
1: 62% of voters are extremely or very concerned about the border crisis. And it would be way more if people knew about stories like this police officer we just shared with you. And that's why the White House doesn't want to tell anyone. And uh, they don't want to tell anyone about what's going on at the border. They don't want to tell the stories of all times the illegal immigrants commit crimes, join gangs, all the rest. You just don't hear about it. Uh, we got to go, but I want to forward you to an article by Victor Davis Hansen written in 2010, 2010. It's called The Two Californias. Just Google The Two Californias. And it's about uh, the. Uh, California, the coast and the California of inland, which he describes as a third world country taken over by illegal immigrants and how those people and the inland, uh, they're never cited for anything. There's no environmental concerns about the garbage that is dumped everywhere. It doesn't matter if they open up little stands on the side of the road to sell food illegally. None of that matters there. But all everything else that happens in the rest of California, you get dinged for all the time. It's called Two Californias by Victor Davis Hanson. It's a worthy read to uh, begin to make sense of all this madness. Slater and Lou, News Radio 600 Kogo. See you tomorrow.